Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We got the real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance, do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. What is up, Big Rig Nation? The boys are back. It is April 6th. It's a beautiful day here in Denver, Colorado. The Masters has started. The Final Four is done. March Madness is over. And uh, we're back, boys. we got a jam-packed podcast today. Uh, we are just about in full swing in baseball. Um, some teams are already out of contention. Some teams are in contention. But, boys, how are we feeling on this Masters Thursday, P and I are wearing some Masters swag. Neither of us have been, but we got the plug, right, Pete? We got the plug. Feeling good. It's a fun weekend coming up. I mean, one of my favorite weekends, Masters, Masters weekend. And baseball is, like you said, we're rocking and rolling. Um, some teams look good, some don't. And we'll, we'll talk more about that. Got playoffs right around the corner for hockey and basketball. Literally right around the corner. I think, what? Next week, the play-in start for NBA. The yep. corner is here. And, uh, yeah, UConn Huskies, my squad, national champions. How about it? Yeah. Congrats, Pete. Thank you. Real fast, did we – did Pete say at the end of last week that it wasn't his team? Or what did he say, Dean? I honestly I didn't go said back. I'm not putting the trophy on the mantle, but I said it's my team. That's the team I root for in college basketball. But Does it's that not- check out, Dean? I mean, I don't know. Can it be someone's the... team if you don't claim the tr- – I mean, what's the point then? You want me to go yeah. put my UConn, UConn sweatshirt on? I, I, Peter, I'm just going off what you said. Um, been, on to been to the arena, dude. Been to the arena. Okay. Um, well, let's start there. Uh, college basketball is officially over. I don't know, guys. It's always a little weird when you just go through the – the regular season, and then you get to the tournament, and man, that is the peak of of really uh, probably the whole year. It's the best. It's the best time of the year for sports, and then you get to a championship game where it's just like I don't know. Maybe I'm the guy that's you know mad, doesn't want blue bloods, but doesn't want two irrelevant teams. So a really bad championship game. Uh, UConn really kind of had it in the in the bag probably the whole way and so i think what san Diego state cut it within six maybe but uh it's a boring game yeah uh i think i got a kind of a hot take I, I feel like maybe not a hot take maybe a take that a lot of people agree with going off what ryan just said i feel like march madness is the only playoff concept in sports where people get less excited the further it gets it's like there's less, first there's less week, madness. Yeah, the first weekend and even the second weekend are just insane, like all the way through the Sweet 16. And then you kind of like limp through the Elite Day, see who's getting the Final Four, and then, you know, Final Four and the final same weekend. Still exciting, especially if your team's still in it. But, you know, most of the brackets are busted by that point, you know, less games. We just want Not, 16 every week, every day. What's so yeah. hard about that? Yeah, like all 64 teams play, and the first to win That's six games weird. wins. Just do round robin. Yeah, yeah, I agree. No no regular season, just 64 tournament, 64 team tournament for the entire season, and they all play each other. I have heard that, Pete. I've heard more so now than ever. 
that the regular season is quote unquote irrelevant or more irrelevant because teams like STSU, FAU, uh, although FAU won the most games in all of college basketball during the season. But as someone, you know, of a fan of a team that did exceptionally well in the regular season and then has nothing to show for in the tournament, does the regular season matter? Uh, it does, right? Like, how many total no. teams are in college basketball, Dean? Let's just say in right. the four major in the four major conferences. Oh, oh, the four major conferences probably yeah. like about six, sixty teams. Yeah, and what like forty of those teams pretty much make the tournament 35 40 yeah i'd say like yeah maybe closer to 30 maybe so like as long as you're in the top half of your of your conference you're making the tournament yep right so like i think it's obviously relevant that the regular season for the smaller teams i mean but they still have to win their conference tournament more likely than not but i think uh like for these big major four conferences it's like you just got to play decent and you're in like yep yeah, which is yeah, which makes it kind of irrelevant, I guess you could say. They don't hang banners for. They hang they hang small banners for regular season, not big ones though. I don't think yeah, I don't think you don't you don't go to college and play on one of these teams wanting to win like a conference title. Your dreams are of the NCAA tournament. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. let's have a round of applause though for for FAU and San Diego State because that was even Miami. Pretty some pretty cool runs this year. Great game. That CSU uh FAU game is awesome. Dude, I literally was sitting there, my buddy Corey. I, I go, we should we should take FAU plus two and a half. Lenny walks up, FAU money line. Or no, it wasn't Lenny. Someone else, FAU money line, FAU money line. I'm like, dude, they're gonna win by they're gonna lose by one. Watch. Lost the bet, dude. Took money line. Okay. Thanks, Lenny. In that situation, in that situation, are you calling timeout after you get the rebound to make sure you draw up a play, or are you just letting it ride and then risking not even getting a shot off? I think I think the the issue was he took a shot with like four seconds left on the shot clock. The FAU guy, if he waited and took a three at the buzzer and shot a high arcing three, make it you win the game, miss it, they got to get the rebound. And they have six seconds to go all the way down the court and make a shot. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I just felt like it was a poor. You just got to know your team. You just got to know your team. Yeah, but no, no matter what, you, you got to drain that shot clock down to nothing. Not take a shot with 10 seconds left. When you could take it with six seconds left. It's a big difference. Yeah. Did you see how close that guy's foot was out of, out of bounds? Yeah, crazy. I didn't, I didn't even think it was that. I thought he was more towards five feet off the line but that's like that's five six is that the game of the tournament yeah i mean the, the princeton arizona game was pretty good in a lot of ways that, that was the end of the tournament because then yukon was the last two games just yukon you know having a clinic that was the end of the madness why playing for the spread did i saw some crazy stat that yukon was 16 and 0 Versus non-conference opponents this year and beat every team by double digits. It's insane. They beat. They went. They didn't even sweat. Well, the first game was their biggest sweat. Yeah, against was that Murray State? No, I forget who they played, but that was that. 
they were down for like for 16 seconds in the second half of the entire tournament, and it was like they were down at half to that. Can you imagine that? Just like not sweating a game. I mean, there was like they beat San, by double digits. San Diego State got within five. That got, yeah, they do. They knew there was no one was ever that. San Diego State was never winning that game. Yeah. I anyway, UConn's um, impressive. Was impressive though. Start are they? They're a blue blood. I mean, five five national championships in the last twenty five years. Name another school that's done it. Yeah. I'd call them a blue blood. And they're blue, right? Like you got to be blue to be a blue blood. That helps. Nova, that helps. Kentucky, Nova, yeah. Kentucky, Kansas, UCLA, Kansas. Duke, yeah. North Carolina, all blue. UConn, blue, blue blood. Is that why they call them blue blood? I don't know, but it kind of makes sense. It makes, it makes sense to me. They're not red bloods. They're not yeah. black and gold bloods. But well, boys. So I got a hot take. I got a hot take. Oh, we got more. Okay, it's eating them. Only prestigious college basketball programs need to be blue. You'll never see another prestigious college basketball program that's not blue. Rip. I don't know what that means. It basically means Purdue will never be a blue blood. I mean, we're not. not I mean, I feel like blue blood, you have to dominate for like 20 years. And be blue. So we're, we're not even on the doorstep of a blue blood. And, and be blue. Purdue could change their colors tomorrow and they'd still never be a blue blood. Imagine they change their colors and they won next year. I would, I would do it. But yeah, they wouldn't be a blue blood then. They would have to then dominate for 19 more years. But it's a start. You got to win one to be a blue blood. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, we're stuck you, on zero. You can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. That's that's yeah, a good true. good bar good bar still quote, Rick. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, boys. Um, yeah, it's sad. I think the tournament just kind of flashed before our eyes, and yeah, Pete, it definitely gets a little bit more just not as loses its luster. Maybe you lead eight. But I think overall a good tournament. I was, um, yeah. I thought it was fun seeing some multiple teams. It wasn't just like one team make it to the final four that shouldn't have been there, but it was multiple, which I thought made it really fun to watch. Jim Nance's last game. I was kind of sad. Did you, did you all hear the send off? I did. He's like, why is he quitting? He's been doing it for like 30, 40 years. He's probably just like, I'm, I'm tired of doing it. Yeah. He's he's the he's the goat. I love Jim. I can listen to him all day long. He's so good. Yeah. I mean, he's the best. Yeah, I mean, growing Did up, they... Jim Jim Nance and Phil Sims, dude, called every Jets game when I was a kid. So I got a special place in my heart for Jim Nance. That's what's your guys? Great. What's your guys' thoughts on one shining moment? I love it. Yeah, it's a good song. It's a, it's everyone knows the ball is tipped. There we are. You're gonna shine Probably. like a shooting star. I mean, it's a good song. Let's let's leave it to the people who actually sing. Yeah, yeah. You know, we we can easily get that audio, Rick. But thanks. Yeah. Uh, but I like it. it. It's a thing to look forward to, and it kind of just caps off the season. You know, like the the last game is over, and then this one shiny moment comes in, and that's like the bookend on the on the season. So, it's a yearbook. I like it. It's just a yeah. yearbook. It's a visual yearbook. Yeah. You know, the good and the bad. So, all right. I think we're slowing down a little bit. Um, any last thoughts? Let's close the door. Let's close the door on CBZ. Let's close the door. 
Let's close the door. The transfer portal is alive and well. It's nothing too notable as of now. But um, all right, boys, let's go to baseball. Opening weekend has happened. Um, about a week in. Yeah. Again, some teams are some teams are hot. Some teams are not. Um, should we start with the hot ones, Pete? I think the, you can't talk about the hot teams without talking about the Tampa Bay Rays. Yep. I, yeah, I could, could agree more. Are 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 they uh just are they back? No name guys that are they back eating? after kind of a down season last year? I say I say they're gonna contend for that division, um for sure. But just they just confirm, you know, with stuff every year that they're just the biggest loser franchise ever. They hung a you guys see they hung a wild card banner. I mean they're the Colts. Yeah, and they That's lost tough. in the wild card. They lost in the wild card. That's but tough. I mean, I mean, but but where like what meeting is like? Okay, we're gonna talk about the banner meeting or the banners on the agenda for this meeting. Hey, um, <laughs> here's our rendering for what the banner looks like. It's gonna go, you know, left field, center. I won't go with that. Here's what it looks. Hey, like. I mean, what? what Rick, someone what, had what, that on their on their performance management plan for the year is get the banner done. <laughs> I, I just like, all right, gotta get to the banner now. Like, who's who's running this thing, dude? I don't who's know. Who's running? Who's running it? Man, like that—that's just Tampa for you. I mean, they—they they don't want to spend money on the actual on-field product, but uh, they'll spend it to pay people to come up with banners for those banners. Got to cost that a lot. Doesn't matter, right? Yeah. Imagine I mean, the banner company getting that order. They're like, "Oh, guys, we just got order from the race." <laughs> like, what do they? What do they want? <laughs> the person, they're probably checking the date to make sure it's not April Fool's Day, and then they yeah, they're just, like, the they fulfill the order. <laughs> they want wild card. I mean, like, it's all the the banner company is almost as much a fault for printing it than Tampa Bay. Like, they're allowing to print the banner. It's embarrassing. I mean. I, I respect the Rays as like a baseball team, again like the on-field product, but that's just wild. Like, it's absolutely I, insane. But they're six and up, hot start. And they look good. They're beating up on teams. Um, I'm, I'm a little nervous. Rick, you a little nervous? Now, at least probably not because the Sox stink. But yeah, it was closing weekend for for the for the Sox. Yeah, I I, I did say something to the Big Rigs chat of. Was it two nights ago? I think the Sox were playing the, the Pirates at home, coming off a loss the night before. I said, hey, like, I know this team. This team is either going to, like, this is the turning point in the season. It was, like, April 4th. Tonight's tonight. If we win, like, we will have a good season. It's only, like, Groundhog Day. And if we lose, it, the season's all but over. And I know that might sound extreme and like gimmicky to say on April sixth, but if, we just got swept by the Pittsburgh Pirates, the Buckos. And, and there is a there is a theory I was talking to this morning about it off the air uh, that Yoshida hit his first home run over the monster Oppo, Oppo, um, and the people that caught it didn't give him back the ball. Didn't give him back the ball. They kept it. I don't know why. You know, it's hard to say if it was the right or wrong thing, but there's a curse on the Boston Red Sox because since they since he's hit the home run, they've not won a game. 
since they have not given back the ball. Well, that, that curse is about to be over because they're up 6-3 versus the Tigers. So, you know, I'm just saying it's a curse until it's not a curse. So, yeah. Well, I think it's not a curse here in an hour. So, I mean, curses are meant to be broken, as well. No, yeah. 2004. But um, it is, you know, those those are just word on the Boston streets. Probably trying yeah. to find something to mask our absolute horrific starting pitches. Um, so we're gonna go with the curse. All right, I'll go with the curse. Um, the Yankees look good. I uh, I think Garrett Cole is poised to have a Cy Young season, as we kind of talked about last last week. We talked after this first start. He had a second start yesterday and looked dominant again. Um, you get a haircut. I mean, you got a haircut before the season, but yeah, short hair, short hair, Jerry. Kind of, kind of dig it. I'm kind, I'm kind of all in. I feel like you could, up. I was like. I feel like you could be more arrogant with short hair than you can with flow, and it'd be cool. Yeah, he looks. I won't say it on air, but he looks like a you know what. What? A baby back. What? You could say it. He, he's already he's already yelling at he's already yelling at Aaron Boot. Yeah, dude, I like it, but I like it with the short hair. I didn't like it with the long hair. So. Um, Josh Donaldson, Aaron Hicks, IKF. I think they're like three for eighteen last couple games. Any concern? Donaldson got hurt yesterday uh, with the hammy. We'll see if that lingers. IKF will not be starting every day once Bader gets back. Um, do you want? Do you want that injury to linger? I do. And I want Oswald, Oswaldo Peraza to come up and play third. Honestly, I think they'll put IKF there. People forget IKF was a all-star third baseman, gold glover, before he came to the Yankees and screwed up at shortstop for a year. So I think IKF will play there. Maybe Peraza comes up, gets some reps. Uh, left field, I, I mean, Hicks is going to get some days, but I, I think Oswaldo Cabrera will be our starting left fielder when it's all said and done. So a lot of young guys, Volpe, you know, not not totally groundbreaking yet, but has been really good on the bases. Um, got on base, I think, the first four games. Judge off to a great start. Stanton hits, has been hitting the ball really well. Um, that 485-foot home run felt like it was leaving Yankee Stadium. And, yeah, I think the pitching is still still needs to work itself out. We need Rodon to get back. Nestor looked decent in his first start, but still some holes on the rotation um, until we get healthy. But four and two, two series wins. We like it. Good start. Dean? I mean, you know, Astros fans are already fucking losing it here because we just lost a series to the Tigers. So, you know, that's how things are going here in the Lone Star State. I'm surrounded by idiots. But – no, th- things are going about as I expected. You know, the Astros are routinely a slow starting team in April. I think we were we were eleven and ten to start April last year. In that was a five and seven start. The White Sox are, are good. I think the White Sox are going to be a very tough team this year. Moncada and Robert played really well against us. I mean, Robert was catching everything in center field, and Moncada was smacking home runs so like they're a tough team when, when those guys are playing that way and uh yeah we we talked about dylan cease last week he was electric 
And uh, yeah, the Astros, I, we just they just need to kind of matriculate their way through this month while Brantley and Altuve are hurt slash coming back, and they're going to be fine. They just have they have too much depth like to not be okay. But uh, the starting pitching is something to keep an eye on for them out of the gate. The guys that were you know shut down last year have been leaking some runs this year, especially out out of the bullpen. Uh, Presley was shaky in his first outing. Abreu had his scoreless inning streak snapped. Um, Montero, guy that got paid a lot of money in the offseason, is is giving up some runs as well. So uh, they're not the pitching is not playing as well out of the gate as maybe you'd hope. So that'll be something to kind of keep an eye on, and maybe they need to make a move over the summer to get another arm. But right now they're just kind of content to to ride out here at the beginning of the, beginning of the season, get everyone going, and. We're gonna be fine, you know. The, the Mariners start out slow as well, so people are gonna freak out. But really, there's no reason to right now. Still early, long season. Long season. Astros, they just need to start making some noise. Are you worried at all about the Rangers, Dan? No, no, I'm not. Four and two, decent start. Same with yeah. the Angels, four and two. Dude, I, I just yeah. I can't get enough of, and I know they've been on the same team for two years now, but I just like every time Trout gets up, I feel like I need to turn on the Angels because you got Trout and Otani back to back, and they literally like walk. Like if you look at their stat lines the last like couple games, they're both like zero and one because they just walk all the time. Yeah, because they're just both so disciplined at the plate, but. <laughs> It's. I feel like it's like must-watch TV. Those guys back to back, and I don't know why I didn't feel that way last year. Maybe because of Otani's showing in the World Baseball Classic, I got even more excited for him. Yeah. But I don't know. I like it. And I don't know if you guys saw this. I saw that Otani's uh, tr- trying to get a custom mitt made for him, and maybe it was an April Fool's Day joke. But apparently, that he's he he's looking to pitch righty and lefty. I did see that. I don't know. Like it was after the first, but that reeks of April first. I I don't know, Dean. Do some research on that. Is April real quick? No, no, no. You go do that research. I didn't see this article. I can't confirm that it existed. You guys go research that. I don't. I don't need to. I don't care. (laughs) Yeah. Um. All right, Dean. Do you think any Astro fans listen to the pod? I'm not sure. I don't think Astros fans could handle what I would I would say on an unbiased podcast about the Astros. I'm just so, I was just thinking like you really went in depth there. I was like, I'm not sure we have any Astro listeners. I mean, the Astros. I mean, we could be a bandwagon team if you can look past uh, 2017. But yeah, yep. who knows? No, all right. Bad bad boys of baseball, maybe if you look at it that way. Yeah, it's a boring. It's a boring team. Yeah, really not. Yeah. Okay, no person. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean it's no right. personality. Yeah, I said yeah, yeah. Year. Okay, yeah, sure. You ask us hundred people on the street. I, I can't. I can't name. Last year. Nobody. Nobody knows. Everyone knows it was the Astros. Everyone knows that the team that got caught cheating won yeah. the World Series. Nobody wants to know though. They they already erased it from their mind because no one likes to cheat. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask a random person on the street to name one player on the on the Red Sox. Oh, Cooper. Chris Sale, Chris Sale. Oh my God, man! Corey, Corey Kluber. If the guy answers Corey Kluber, it's because he was fed that information in advance. It's, it's Ryan a plan. If the answer is Corey Kluber. He's a he's a 
he's an amazing baseball fan because nobody knows that unless you follow for me. real for real uh, or unless you I, listen to this podcast because we did i just needed a, i just need to throw a little fire on this podcast we got you guys almost put me to sleep with the weather reports of your teams but uh, i'm happy I, for you guys I, yeah no we're sorry that our team season isn't over because we lost a series to the fucking pirates don't be sorry I just, I just, I need to provide a little entertainment value. That's all I'm trying to do. Yeah. Spice it up a little bit. Um, all right. Any other major news? The Mets? Yeah. I don't know what's going on with them. We got, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm close to being on the bandwagon that the Mets, the Mets aren't good. I said it in a couple of my other baseball group chats. And I know it's early. Oh, the other ones? What other ones? Just like, my normal group chats with friends that there's some baseball chatter in some betting that, chats. The, the LGY, LGY, and Gamblers Anonymous. You know, some other nice. chats. Um, I just I I don't I think the Mets stink. It's been all downhill for them since the Correa thing. Got walked off yesterday, dude. I I literally live bet them in the eighth yesterday, like plus Mets? plus one ten. Oh yeah, yeah, like. They gotta win this game. And they just got one. Yeah. They didn't. Did you see that guy's quote of like the guy who hit? He's like, "Yeah, when my wife isn't here, good things happen." Yeah. It's just insane, man. Real quick, shout out to Milwaukee. Have you guys ever been seeing Peru's game? Yep. Oh, it's awesome. It's the I best. It's the best. Besides Fenway, it's the best. Those people are like a Friday night Cubs Brewers game in Milwaukee. Nothing, nothing can beat it. Well, I think that's a that's a tough example because the Cubs are Miller Park is basically Wrigley North. I mean, if you're talking about the Cubs in that example, yeah, yeah, okay, that's fair. Yeah, but no, I, I, I agree. think you get the point. They love the jam. Yeah. There was a video of some guy. He was so drunk he was peeing on the concourse. Oh, well, I loved that video. Uh, <laughs> yeah, everyone was like, "Yeah, you know, he just, he just had a few too many." Like. It, <laughs> How did we not have... pick the Brewers to win the Central, man? Dude, only in I think Wa- I did. Only in Walkie. Only in Walkie. God damn. I think, great the, I think we had the Cardinals. Well. I think we had the Cardinals, Rick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, anyway, much love to the Brew crew. Um, any any other no one shout out Jack Burke. Shout out Milwaukee resident. Yep. Jack Burke, who's like he was a let me get straight. Bucks fan, Cubs fan, Brewers fan, Bears fan, Blackhawks, Bulls Pack, fan, Packers, Bulls. Puts the uh, flag out late. Dean, you seen you guys? He's like, oh, yeah. Purdue one. Might as well put it out after. It was like, that's not how it works. Yeah, puts out a video of him waving the flag as if it's. Yeah, he's like, oh, I guess I guess we won. Fan. It's, it's safe to put up like. Great fan. Well, he's a Michigan guy. Yeah. Go blue. Yeah, shout out Jack Burke. And also shout out Pete. We got our first shout out on social media. Oh yeah. James Pine. How about that it? That was awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah. Appreciate you, James Pine. I was just scrolling the Instagram and saw our podcast and <laughs> spit my coffee out. Yeah. Dean doesn't have an Instagram, so he wouldn't know. But no, I don't. My buddy from college. I, I always shoot the new episode into the group chat. And he uh you know, five minutes after I shot it in there, he he had he had the screenshot or like the Spotify screenshot po- posted on a story. It was really nice. Yeah. yeah. And I and I just for the record, I uh, oh, are you looking for credit? 
So I I reposted it and Rick didn't. I didn't get tagged. I you can't, don't, I can't repost you, it. You could have taken a screenshot, dude. He, you have a bigger following than I do. I'm not a big Instagram guy. Yeah. He's a big Instagram guy. If any Yankee like hits a home run. <laughs> dude, I I literally never post stuff about the Yankees. You you posted before the Purdue game a Purdue a Purdue Instagram post. So I don't want to hear it. All right, guys. No one cares about you guys' Instagram following. <laughs> All right, anyway, uh, Rick's, uh, Rick's the king of this is fine, dude. Here's a good little story for everyone. Rick used to just kill me, kill me back in the day, because I would like get bored and just scroll through Venmo and just like a bunch of payments, just because why not, right? Like it was when Venmo first came out. I don't think like, you. I don't think I did. Venmo is a form of social media. You're like, you're <laughs> like, social media. yeah. Rick was like, oh my God. Juicy. Peter's obsessed with social media. He even goes on Venmo and likes payments. <laughs> I did it as a joke. Guess who? Guess who likes payments on Venmo all the time now? Rick. Rick, dude. I, I pay my dad for something. I get a <laughs> like notification on my Venmo account. Keep them private. If you keep those transactions private, you don't go work at it. No, I'm just he's just, doing his business out in the about the Venmo streets. I don't hate the move of liking Venmo posts. I mean, I, I like seeing my boys getting paid. Oh, I don't yeah, care. It's it's the fact I, the fact that Ryan made fun of me for it for years and now he does it. It is hilarious thing. Really, social no media. Proof, there's no proof I've ever made fun of for it. I've got a hundred thousand followers on Venmo. It's a Venmo guy. <laughs> Love Venmo. Huge Venmo guy. I might like I might go on right now and start liking some. All right. Enough about social media. Yeah. Ryan, the king of social media. God damn. All right. <laughs> let's let's uh let's move on to how about a little basketball? A little NBA. No? Was that talking NBA? <laughs> and on to hockey. And on to hockey. Let's talk hockey. Bruins are about to break an NHL record. Sixty and twelve feels fake. Um, impressive, very impressive, very impressive. The boys are humming. The boys are skating fast. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited for hockey season. Are, are you? Are you? Uh, are you willing to go on the record and say Stanley Cup or bust? One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. One thousand percent. Okay. Yeah. Stanley Cup or bust. Let me write that in the notebook here. Stanley yeah. Cup or bust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Stanley Cup or bust a long time ago. Yeah. I mean, you can't win yeah. 60 wins and be historically the best regular season team. Yep. It feels like I've already relived this in, a, in, in one of my other teams this year. Um, but I hope we get out of the first round. God damn. I hope so, too, for you. Yeah. No, I mean, Boston is a low-key hockey town. People love the Bruins. Maybe in a sick way more than the Celtics. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's a low-key, huge hockey town. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. I mean, like I said, I think TD Garden's going to have a busy busy couple months. And um, we're excited. So, thankfully, it can kind of overshadow some of the Red Sox shortcomings. And uh, it's still baseball and basketball season. Yeah, or let's, let's let's touch on NBA. I know we were jokingly skipped over it, but I mean the West. The West is shaken out to be really interesting matchups. Um, looks like the Lakers. I know they lost last night, but they they should be out of the play in. 
and the Warriors are out of the play-in. So they're going to do – do we think the Lakers and Warriors have a chance to make a run after kind of abysmal regular seasons, yeah, I guess you NBA could say, for both of those franchises? NBA is rigged. Or do we or do we like like the Nuggets, you know, those teams at the top of the – like the Grizzlies that come out of the West? I, I'm not sold on the Warriors because they, they haven't been able to win on the road. Yeah. And, and I'm just like, you know, for it to go on like like it has all year, I'm just like, nope. I just I, I don't I see them be a, a trendy pick, but they're gonna have to go on the road. And yeah, they're they're playing the Kings, most likely. The Kings are tough at home. Like the Kings score a lot of points. Like the Kings are gonna be tough. I'm not I'm just not sold on the Warriors. I think that this is that they're gonna have to make some moves in the offseason to, to get back on that championship level. I think last year was a great run, run but you no. Know, the, the series I'm excited for, Suns-Clippers. I think that's going to be awesome. Like the, the Suns haven't lost with KD, and the Clippers, you know, if Paul George, Kawhi, and Russ are all going, like that that could be a fun matchup. I think the West the West has all fun matchups, honestly, in my opinion. So, Dean, I got a, I got a free $25 NBA bet that I've been sitting on here for a few days. I want to put it on a future. Who should I put it on? Because you know I'm not a big NBA guy, so – yeah, honestly, oh. this the Suns are kind of my pick to come out of the West. Like, Suns in four, like because th they would play the Nuggets in the second round, you know. And honestly, we haven't. I mean, the Suns, I think, top to bottom, are the best team in the West. And then on the the East side, oh fuck, the East is tough, man. Because I could see any of the Sixers, Celtics, and Bucks coming out of there. And I think like the Bucks, like who gets hot, right? Yeah, and I think the Bucks, the Bucks have the advantage because the Celtics and Sixers will have to play each other and then play the Bucks. The Bucks would just have to play the winner of Cavs and Knicks, which could very well be the Knicks because Knicks went three and one against the Cavs in uh, in the regular season. So that's the four five matchup. So the Knicks might have a chance to make the second round, but the Bucks would be waiting for them. So all the good news is the Knicks have the sixth man of the year. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he maybe, popped maybe, off. Maybe popped off for thirty plus last night because he had to start because Brunson was hurt. Yeah, Does Brunson those stats count if he starts. Is it those kind of six man stats? I mean, it's it's all like fucking just writers voting anyway, so there's no real rules about it. But I'd say I think most of his games have been off the bench. I think just a few starts won't won't change that. But okay. yeah. Like, the, the Knicks had three guys pop off for 30-plus, and they almost couldn't beat the fucking Pacers last night. The Pacers, like, the fans want them to lose right now, and they can barely do that. Trying to get the last the last second tank for draft position, not going so well. Yeah. There's a lot of bad teams in the NBA. Yeah, a lot of bad teams. There's Teams are packing it in. Like, if you – I know you guys aren't watching any of these, but I am. And like the, the Wizards are rolling out like seven dudes that will most likely not be in the NBA next year. Like, like not like not the end of someone's bench, not on a roster. Like, yep. dude, and yet they're, they're rolling out these guys every night and just unapologetically getting smoked by 20. And like this, the, the Trailblazers are doing that. They, they were like, the Timberwolves were favored by 19 and a half points last week against the Blazers, and the Blazers won. Biggest upset in NBA history. 19 and a half points. 
They lost. Yeah, I saw that. That was crazy. Uh, Dude. It's just end of season NBA is just awful. Because like it's, you have guys getting rested on every team. And teams yeah. just tr- trying to lose. So yeah. So you so you think my future should go on the Suns? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. To I, win I, or to win the West? To, I, I'd say to win it all because it's like whack-a-mole over on the east side trying just to pick the one team that's going to come out of there, much less the team that's going to then win the finals. Hmm. All right. okay. I, I'm putting it in now, Dean. Put it in. All right. Whatever happened to our special guest today? We did have a special guest. I, I mean, the pod doesn't really wait for anybody. The pod train keeps on chugging, and we had a set time to record, and pod man isn't here. So maybe next week. All right, moving right along. As we said, dude, if we can get it, I know you don't like the Masters, but if you clip a little Masters music here. And there it was. Yeah. Love that. Sound of Jim Nance's, Sir Nick Faldo's wonderful voices. And we're off. Thursdays of the Masters. Uh, as it stands right now, we have Victor Hovland leading. Shooting low, Pete. The boys are shooting low today. Yeah, it feels like the early, the guys that got off early. Got good weather. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's, it's kind of funky because it's like usually there's an advantage. Like one group gets fucked because they go off in the morning today and the afternoon tomorrow. Yeah. It's the afternoon today and the morning tomorrow. And usually like one of those groups get the worst of the weather. And there's rain in the forecast like the rest of the week. I think they're supposed to rain this afternoon even. So it'll be interesting to see how the weather plays out. It's like 80 chance of rain today. And then by Saturday, it's supposed to be 40 and 100% chance of rain. So like a 40 degree drop. So I think you're going to They're playing Monday, right? I don't know. I hope not. I mean, there's something about Master Sunday on Easter. It's just a beautiful thing. Um, I I think they're going to do everything that they can to, to get it in. But I mean, the reality is if it's, they'll play in the rain. As long as it's not flooding and as long as it's not thunderstorms, like these, they'll 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 let them go out there as long as it's not like more than an inch of rain coming down. So yeah, yeah, um, it it could get ugly though. I think it could be got high scores today. I think you're gonna see, you know, the pin positions are gonna get harder, the greens will get faster, but it's gonna be tough to get the greens faster with with the rain coming. So it'll be interesting to see what they did. Um, Tiger Woods kind of had a good good back back nine. Yeah, I saw that. He ended plus one. No, nah, he just he just missed his par putt on eighteen. And he's got the mark left for bogey, so at least plus two, but still got a chance to make the cut, which we like to see. Tiger Mania. Yeah. Yeah, I got a few picks for the Masters though. You know, it's okay. kind of irrelevant because it started already and the odds are changing fast. But I loved Xander Shoffley, who's sitting up top of the leaderboard. Justin Thomas yep, minus four. Minus Justin three. Thomas, John uh, John Rom, and I had some sleepers. I had Matt Fitzpatrick, Max Homa, who's off to a tough start, and uh, Sung J M. So, mm. okay. so Sung J, those are kind of my 
my pick, yep. but you know, it'll change every day as, as it does in golf, you know, one bad hole, but I'm excited. Masters week. It's a beautiful thing. That's great. Yep. Matched up with the Easter this year. It's a, it's a must watch Sunday. Uh, but yeah, I think Sundays are better with Tiger. Sundays are better with a close last outing, last couple groups. So yeah, I mean, it's, there's not much, so not much else to say. I mean, excited for, are we, are we, are we saying go course Pete? Yeah. We want to see a humble, humble these guys a little bit. Yeah. I kind of, I mean, I've always been a fan of like the U S open personally, because they make that course just so incredibly hard compared to the other majors. Like they grow the grass four inches longer than they do like in the rough than they do at the masters. The greens are substantially faster and they change the course every year, which is another challenge in itself. So like these guys that have been playing the masters for 20 years, like they know every corner of this course, which helps. Um, so you typically see lower scores at the masters and some of the other majors, but yeah, I, I always root to see uh, these guys come down to earth a little bit and they typically do as the pressure gets higher and the course gets harder. So um, day one, low scores. I think you'll see, I, th I think the winning score is going to be around between like minus six minus to minus nine. Right. And the leader right now is at minus seven. So, um, but we'll see where, we'll see where it lands. Gene, not a master's guy. Not a master's guy. Do you guys like, do, do people actually like sit there like on Saturday, Friday and, and watch the masters like during the afternoon? Yeah. All day. Haven't taken my eyes off it today since 8 a.m. Yeah. People start Thursday. Damn, I I haven't I haven't turned it on. What's all right? Second, I mean you watch Pacers basketball, so that's ten times more boring than a Masters, respectfully. Yeah, that's because I'm a dedicated fan. Respect, I agree. Respectfully. Res respectfully. Yeah. yeah. Very respectfully. Yeah. Respect. Respect. Watching respect. your team, team tank instead of one of the best golf tournaments in the world. Respectfully. Be, be nice. I'm being very oh. respectful. Respectfully. Yes. Respectfully. I respectfully um, do not give a fuck about golf. Respectfully. That's because you that's because you're not good at it, probably. Oh, I am awful. I can't get the ball off the tee. But yeah, I'd love to I'd love to see six foot. I think Dean Dean's do a, golf club. Do a round with Dean, get him, you know, get him a little get some shooters in his bag and maybe I'll play better. Yeah, I think yeah, I think he would be he'd probably end up in a pond. Yeah, yeah. yeah don't put me bag beers. Yeah, don't put me on a course where they have like the crocodiles and shit because I one hundred percent end up dead. Dean would bring a bag of fireball, a bag of fireball, and just slap the bag for every boat, every stroke over par. The brand would brand you a bag of fireball. The the I mean, crocodiles I, would probably like you, Dean. Yeah, a, a nice hint of cinnamon as they're fucking eating my ass. <laughs> No, they'll just like you, dude. They'll, yeah. they'll, they'll like you, Dean. Um, no, no, this, this, God. Anyway, I I hope it's a great weekend though for the for the Masters and for all the fans. But I will not be watching. Thanks, I will I will keep up on social media, the social media that I do not have. I'll this keep a close eye. I'm I'm looking at it right now. Cam Young. You probably don't know who that is, but. He's got a Major League Baseball logo on his collar. He's, spo he's sponsored by Major League Baseball. What? Yeah, I read him. Yeah, so he was friends, I think, with with Manfraud. 
like went to the same club as him growing up. Oh. And his sponsor, I guess, is he gets he gets tickets to any game in any park. That's cool. How does this podcast get sponsored by Major League Baseball? We have to know man fraud. Well, put in a request, Rick. Send a, send a handwritten letter. I'll send to the office. I think it's in New York. Dude, quickly. Rob Manfred's got to feel like he's on top of the world right now. He's just getting yeah. praised for, yeah. for how much people have hated him the last five years. He's getting praised left and right for the rule changes. Yeah, people love it. It is pretty shocking how everyone has just been like, yeah, this is good. Did you see the Marlins game that was under two hours? Crazy. Did that one Sandy, yeah, Sandy threw a three-hitter, a three-hit shutout. Yeah, I mean, there's no, no traffic on the bases. There's going to be quick. Well, I mean, I you could go, you could go yeah. to an afternoon game and then head back to the office. It's it's lunch break. Yeah, for real. Dude, the one thing I'm hearing, I, th- I might have said this on the last podcast, but you know, people that are going to the games, like they go get a beer and a hot dog and go to the bathroom, and they miss like an inning and a half, which yep. for me is yeah. a problem. Like I got the bladder the size of a walnut, and like I gotta go to the bathroom at least three times a game. It's like, am I gonna miss six outs? Yeah, yeah. Brutal. I mean, especially probably Yankee Stadium, they gotta wait in line. You never been there. How would you know? I just figure it's run really poorly. No. What I do, I go to the bathroom where I get beers when the Astros are hitting. That's when the line is the shortest. And it's like, you know, it is what it is. If they're still batting when I come back, great. It means they had a long inning. Like, if not, then, you know, whatever. But otherwise, you are guaranteed to miss, like, a full inning, full inning plus if uh, if you try and to go at any other time. The ushers don't let you down. Like, they hold you at the top until it's like a break and, you know. I don't think they do that in baseball. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, they do. If it's like, they'll make you wait till the at-bat's over some places. So it's like, the rule changes are good for that. Because, man, some of these ABs, you'd be waiting a minute just for one yeah. pitch. You got beers in your hand. You got nachos. You got yeah. toes. You got dipping dots spilling everywhere. and It's like, and then you got this jackass up there at the plate working the count. <laughs> We're gonna make yeah. a nine pitch AB. You got Brett Gardner <laughs> fouling off every ball. <laughs> I don't know. Eventually, a strikeout. I don't know if every stadium does this. I know Yankee Stadium does, where you can mobile order and they bring it to the top of your your staircase of your section, and you just go pick up your food and beer. I think that's they something that's that gonna get. Yeah, that's something that I, I probably I'm probably utilizing if I'm going to a lot of Yankees games. I'll say this: I I think that's more. Of taking away the traditional baseball and banning the shift. Part of going to the game is waiting in line, going up to the counter. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Nobody wants to wait in a thirty-person line to get a hot dog and a soda. Where are you waiting in that line? I mean, every concert you go to, every baseball game, every football game, every like, that's not part of the experience. That's the that's the part that people hate the most are the lines. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I don't know. I mean, it's just, you know, wait in line and make friends in line. And... Yeah, but something that died with the new rules, the 999 challenge, the nine beers, nine dogs, nine innings, you have no chance to do that now. Yeah, no chance. Like, we, no. I think we, we all, the rigs have to do a, a baseball game this year. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. 
I mean, it's probably got to be in Houston. Cheap. Well, I mean, Dean's in Houston, and our teams play in Houston, so. Things to think about. I mean, where else do we do it, Pete? New York? I I don't. You want to go to the the freaking juice box over Yankee Stadium? Yeah. I mean, if I go to Yankee Stadium, I can't wear my Astro shit. Yeah, I'm worried about getting assaulted. Yeah, you can wear your Space City shirt. No one will know what the fuck that is. Yeah. Space City? I can only send so much Yankee stuff to the group, but you know that big Philly guy who's got all those tattoos, a big, big fat guy. He's got like the Philly fanatic for the belly button. Yeah. He got tossed out of Yankee Stadium the other day. Good. He's like, Yankees fans are the softest fans. Get them out. You guys can throw beers on people, fight people. Dude, I don't want to hear it. Like, are, are A's fans the worst fans in the, the league because their fan yelled at Anthony Rendon and Rendon almost hit him in the face? Like, come on. It happens at every fucking stadium. Like, this stick has got to end. It's got to end. You got Brewers fans pissing in the concourse. That's nothing to do with any. You got A's fans screaming at players and about to get smacked. You got Dodgers fans running on the field, but only Yankee Stadiums got got loud. The, the, the examples you just mentioned have nothing to do with opposing fans. You don't think Philly's tough on opposing fans? You don't think I just Boston haven't, I just haven't seen it. Stuff on opposing I haven't fans. Seen it. Yeah, because you're blind. Because you're a Red Sox fan when you're in Boston. And you never been? I've, I've been. I've been to Astros. I've been to multiple Astros games wearing Boston stuff. Yeah, Astros fans are soft. You know that they're fair weather. I'll say it again for Dean. Fair weather. Dean, Dean's getting fair weather. No, you can't. You can't accuse Astro fans of being fair weather after they've been fucking ridiculed over the last couple of years for being a fan of. Of the Astros, like no, the Astros fans that are fans now are ride or die fans because every time they go anywhere wearing Astros shit, it's oh my god, you guys are cheaters! Like fuck Altuve, fuck Bregman. Yeah, it's like I think it's hard being Astros. It's like fans. it's like grow up, grow up. Nah, you guys, you guys didn't do anything. They stop I mean, cheating. It's not it's not the fans' you know, fault. What? And then you have people they like Pete. Them. You have people like Pete there, and then. Making up, making things up about other seasons to make themselves feel better, even though there's no proof whatsoever of anything being done. That doesn't stop the conspiracy theorists, Pete, here from going down Every, the rabbit everyone hole. Everyone knows that in 2019, the Astros cheated. Altuve with the buzzer. I mean, it's it's about as solidified as an unsolidified take I could t- I could have. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Whatever you say, man. Like they've looked into it. Passons looked into it. They've all looked into it. They didn't find anything. Then you have like Andy Martino. Like, who the fuck is Andy Martino? And he's going around acting like all this stuff is fact, even though he doesn't have anything. It's like, grow up, man. Grow up. Grow, the, grow the, up, Pete. Rick, you agreed with me. <laughs> I I I did. I just said don't play both sides I... of the fiddle here, dude. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> Yeah, I, content, I, I context for that, the listeners is key. I was at that Yankees game, Yankees Astros game. I could see, I could see the buzzer from the top row. Okay, so we agree. 
<laughs> got a bad tattoo. <laughs> Dean, what was the tattoo? Did you ever figure out what, how bad was it? I have no fucking idea. Probably doesn't even have a tattoo. He does have a tattoo there. It's, what is not, it? Or, not, what do you think? He, he, he got it when he was 16. Yeah. What do you think it is? Fuck if I know. I haven't I haven't paid attention to the tattoo. It's probably just a scar from the tape that he put on his chest with the buzzer. Probably like, duct tape because he's a bozo. Yeah. Uh, we're spiraling, boys. Uh, All right, let's get to some picks and close this thing down. Yeah, I don't. Not a lot to talk about this week, and we've really figured, slow week, we figured out yeah. a way to make make this thing an hour. Yeah, credit to us. I mean, it's always credit to us. Yeah. We don't need it, but we don't need it. But we'll we always needs it, through. but I don't. Dean doesn't. We always come Dean. through. Yeah, I mean, I'll take credit. I'll take credit. Credits do. Yeah, and credit to Stack Guy Marty for showing up today. Really, yeah, thanks, really appreciate buddy. it. Appreciate you. Yeah, we're, we're a one strike podcast. <laughs> you, 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 you no show us. Yeah, yeah out of here. Yeah. Say it. Yeah, yeah. out of here. Yeah, for the context, uh, Marty, we invited him to be a guest on the pod last night, and. Out of the kindness of our heart. Yeah, all he could talk about how he was going to be prepared, you know, ready to bring his A game. And here we are. An and hour, this is his A game. An hour this in. And, you know, it's, we're telling ghost stories about this guy now. Doing his best Casper in, interpretation. Yeah. He's not even going to hear this. Yeah. Yeah, because he's not a loyal listener. Yep. Shout out to the loyal. If you really made it this far in this podcast, it will send you, Pete will buy you. Your next mobile order at your next ballpark. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, you should make the title this one. Spe- special guest, Martin Lefevre. <laughs> no, don't. That's literal that's, clickbait. Yeah. That'll be we, nice. yeah. That might be anti-clickbait. People are not going to click it. Maybe in, the, maybe in the description, expected guest, Martin Lefevre doesn't show. <laughs> if, if people listen to expecting to hear them and they get through it, they're never going to listen again. <laughs> I don't blame them. I don't think anyone's going to listen to hear to hear his takes, though. Are they? That's what I'm saying. It's anti-clickbait. Yeah. Reverse clickbait. Yeah. Um, anyway, all right, Pete. Pete you, you've talked a lot about game mode lately. Yeah, always, man. You got any picks? Do you, how about you? Wanna, do we have an update standing? I got it for you. I'll read yeah. it off. Let's talk about the standings in last okay. week. All right, Dean. Yeah, Dean, Dean you undefeated. Were... undefeated. First undefeated oh, dang. week for Dean. Let's clap so, it up. Yep. Clap it up for Dino. One squirrel fence. Quite a few months. Uh, Rick, Rick drops back on back under five hundred. Yep. Uh, tough week last week. Well, yeah. I had FAU money. I had FAU money because Lenny told me. Mm, yeah. Thirty-eight, thirty-nine, and one for Rick. Dean's at a whopping 33, 38 and two, making strong comeback for five hundred. And I am at a thirty-six, thirty and one. So, just cruising above fifty percent. Yep. Um, Dean, do you have your picks ready? I do not. Okay. Well, I'll make this. Uh, I'll make this quick. I'm going off a whim here. A lot of canceled baseball games today. Yep. A lot of. Uh, so the Yankees have a big double day header. for the weather. Yeah. Double header tomorrow. Uh, parlay Yankees. Yankees money line. You're going. You got Clark. Clark with an E. Dean. Yankees. Yankees money line versus the Orioles. I don't know what the odds are going to shake out because the line for the second game is not out yet. Um, I'm going to throw some futures out there. 
So I won't get credit for uh, it for a long time. Okay. Well, actually, I guess by next week. Um, I'm going to go Justin Thomas to finish in the top 10 of the Masters. Okay. And Do we have can you get updated odds on that? You want right now odds? Yeah. Right. I mean, I guess it's not a huge deal. I'll, t- I'll tell you what they're at right now. So top 10. Plus 190. Okay. Okay. Um, and I'm going to take John Rahm to win the Masters. Mm. Plus What's he at? Plus 260 right now. <clears throat> that guy's good, man. He's so really Rom, good. Rahm to win the Masters, JT top 10, and then Yankees, Yankees, parlay Friday. Okay. A lot, big odds, big odds. This is this is risking me. This is risking going going closer to five hundred here. I could lose all three of these pretty easily. Yeah, we'll we'll feel bad if you do. Yeah. Value See? value for the listeners. All right. So I was talking about NBA and tanking season earlier. So I've got three NBA picks for Friday night for you guys. So we got right. Houston at Charlotte. Now, both two of the worst teams in the league. Houston currently has the second-worst record. Charlotte has the fourth-worst record. And LaMelo Ball is down for the year, and Charlotte just doesn't really give a fuck anymore. But Houston, on the other hand, they've they've already locked up the top three lottery odds, so they have no reason to try to lose. So they've actually been playing pretty well lately. So I'm taking Houston and with the spread in this game. I'm not sure what the spread is. We'll have to confirm that tomorrow. Taking Houston over the Hornets. Moving up to Washington, Washington is hosting Miami, and Washington is running out some disrespectful lineups. Like, I I think I'm a huge NBA fan. I don't know any of these guys. It's like Johnny Davis, Corey Kispert, and then a bunch of who the fuck are these guys. So they are doing a great job of not winning any games and not even being fucking close. So taking Miami and the spread in this one. Because if it's close in the fourth quarter, Washington is going to pull the escape rope and, and secure the L. So I like Miami with the spread. And finally, Pistons, Pacers. The Pacers are trying to lose, and the Pistons have done a great job of losing all year. They're 16 and 64. I'm taking the Pistons and the spread in this one because though I think the Pacers are going to try to lose, the Pistons are fucking terrible. I'm, I'm hoping for... A great game out of Jaden Ivey here to, to cover the points. But I think the Pacers might are going to pull out a very small win. But the Pistons are going to cover the spread. Pacer fans are going to be pissed because we're going to drop in the lottery. But that's Pacer basketball for you. So to recap, Rockets, Miami, and the Pistons. Let's go, boys. Last Friday of the NBA regular season. Can't wait. Great that was game. good, Dean. That was that was probably the best part of the podcast right there. Yeah, great analysis for some great games. That was hot. Yeah. So we're, so just to be clear, we're putting on we're putting money on bad teams. Yeah. Well, okay. besides Miami. Besides Miami. Yeah, besides Miami. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh all right, Dean. Yeah, I like that. That'll, that'll work. Finish with a bang. Um, all right, here we go. We're gonna do a little Friday baseball. Uh it's Mets opening day tomorrow. Uh and I see. Uh yeah, not it's not Scherzer. Miguel. Uh, I'm gonna take Mets 
money line. Uh, I think it's pretty probably pretty close spread. Maybe that's minus one fifty. Um, so I'm gonna take that. Um, the Orioles play the Yankees uh, game one tomorrow. <clears throat> Clarkman is not a good baseball pitcher. Um, I don't know if this other guy is Dean Kremer, but uh, I have a friend named Dean and I like him. So I'm gonna take Orioles money line. MP, this is not this is not a uh, in your face pick. I just I just I just know they're not gonna win. Okay, appreciate it. Yep. And then um, I'll, I'll throw out two golf picks real quick. Um, I said Brooks Kepa this morning. He's tearing. He tore up the, the the front nine. He's on the back. Uh, just bogeyed. I think thirteen minus four right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Brooks to finish top five. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do top five. I don't have the odds on that. I can get it real quick if you give me a second. Um. Okay. And then uh, let me pick a winner. Let me find a winner here. Brooks is plus two sixty top five. Yeah, okay. Sounds good. And then um I can't find a winner. Can't find a winner? I, I can't find a winner. Adam Scott. Adam Scott? Adam Scott? That plus, guy still plays? From Australia? Plus sixty five hundred. Is he is he live? Is that live? That's live. Was that going to count more than one pick if I hit? <laughs> Rick's going to complain when this bet doesn't win. I mean, I, I got it. That counts for 20. It, if it hits, we'll give you two wins on that one. How about 65? 65 to one. <laughs> for real? <laughs> two wins. No, it counts. 6,500 plus two wins. Oh, thanks, Pete. <laughs> I haven't, don't ever say Pete wasn't generous. <laughs> Damn. All right, we'll give you we'll give you plus three plus three wins. Oh, but if you if you take lose, it or leave it. <laughs> if you lose, it's only one one against you. How about that? I like this match next out, but I'll take it, Pete. I don't want to. I don't want to. Ch- you just change your mind and go back to two wins. But I, I'm on the verge. Keep laughing. Sixty five to one is actually more like three to one. <laughs> uh, I mean, if we're doing that, then I should get plus two for. JT top 10 and plus two for Ram to win. Plus 2.9. No, no, we already agreed that we weren't doing this math. Okay. Well, we'll give we'll give Rick plus three just for picking a 6,500. <laughs> I'll just that take it all. I don't What do you want? You want plus six? What do you want? <laughs> I mean, we're talking about a bet that's not going to win anyway. How so about this? If, if, how about this? If Adam Scott wins, no matter what your record is, I want to be one above your record. <laughs> That's fair. I like that. I like that. Then our then our records just are all going to be flawed forever. Well, at least yours will. It already is. I mean, I, I mean, picked I picked two touchdowns for uh, Jarrett McKinnon. That was plus twelve hundred. Yeah, but you're talking plus sixty five hundred now. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> We're off the rails. Everyone's probably like, you know, they're pretty good up until like they just we just fall off. We're just up until it's closing, uh, the X. close it down, or close it down. But honestly, this is this is at our core of probably who we really are. So um, this is kind of like an after hours. We kind of flipped the switch to an after hours. Yeah, post game show. We're not always perfect. We have good up. It's like you know, it's like uh, a season. You're gonna have good games. You're gonna have bad games. This is probably one of our slower, long season. Yeah, I think we'll. We'll, we'll we'll get some tape on this. We'll we'll come back 
better next week. Um, but you got to take the good with the bad with us. You know, all rigs ride together. Big rig nation. We're strong. We're tough. We're resilient. Uh, even when we don't have it every game, every episode. So um, with that being said, we do appreciate all the listeners. Um, again, just three, three knuckleheads trying to talk sports and just trying to have some fun out there. So everyone be safe. Have a great Easter weekend. We are the big rigs. You all are big rig nation. We'll talk to you soon. Peace.